this week we'll be talking about the big hitters that came out of the Game Awards 2022, the director who blamed woke reviewers for Days Gone scores, the biggest union push of the games industry happening inside Microsoft. This week on what we've been playing, we'll be talking about Marvel's Midnight Sun, the Forspoken demo, the Seasons demo, God of War Ragnarok, all of this and more on Season 6, Episode 48 of Press X, the Start Podcast. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, DJ, a.k.a. Sexy Bad Choices, a.k.a. It is not your form. It is your nature. I love that line. Oh, I love that line. Who else is here? Good line. It's your heavyweight champion from Wishing Nigga. <laughs> Marcus, you go first since you, uh, you're royalty okay. at this point. Okay. <laughs> it's your heavyweight champion from Wishing Nigga Wood, California. AKA the Janet because of watching niggas. AKA your Game Awards correspondent. AKA uh, Cocaine Bear's cousin, the Cracoon, Marcus Ellison. <laughs> the Cracoon, though? No. I am Sean M.F. Ross, your African American correspondent. <laughs> what the MF said for? <laughs> Iron Williamson Biggins. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Last up, who we have? I don't even know. <clears throat> I don't even know anymore. Uh, my name is Avery. <laughs> Let's just move on. Yeah, consistency. Is. Yeah, it is. That's your name. <laughs> He keeps right. us grounded. Now you know who we are. Press X Star Podcast is a weekly show where we talk about the latest gaming news, review the biggest games, and give you our thoughts on the games we are playing. Our goal is to expand the video game media landscape through an underserved point of view. On YouTube, get our games news breakout on Tuesday, what we've been playing on Thursday, and the whole thing is a podcast on Friday. If you are watching on YouTube, you can support us by liking the video, subscribing to the channel, and hitting the notification bell. If you are listening, we'd appreciate you leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or the podcast services you are tuned in on. If you want to join in our conversations, you can by going to pressx2start.com slash Discord. Yes, we are on Discord. If you don't know what Discord is, go download it and join our conversation. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. Do it. All right. Um... Now that I got that all out the way, I just want to make one announcement. And that announcement is we did a live stream of the Game Awards. It's on YouTube. Check it out. It's a good time. Pop some popcorn. Get a tall glass of Sprite or whatever you drink and watch it. We have a good time. You'll have a good time. Have a good time with us. Good times. All right. Now that that's out the way, we've, we've got that all taken care of, I think. It is time for us to jump into gaming news. Avery, what's happening in the wide corner of the game industry? Our first bit of gaming news is to uh, go back to what DJ said previous to this. We watch the Game Awards. We live stream it. So if you want to not hear our concise thoughts, but our thoughts in the moment of things, you can watch that. It's a If you have four hours of your life, I don't know. Watch it. Maybe we probably should have done breakouts. I don't know. Doesn't really matter. Long story <laughs> short, we have a recap out there, but let's actually talk about the Game Awards proper. Uh, fun fact, Marcus was at the Game Awards. Also, fun fact, we didn't send him this time. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. So, Marcus, your experience. Yes, indeed. 
Yep, I was uh, fortunate enough to go to the Game Awards uh, for a second time. Um, going to try and go for that three-peat next year. We're going to see. Uh, and it was a semi-different uh, situation because this time I was uh, essentially a seat filler, but I didn't have to move around that much at all, uh, which I wasn't expecting, but I'm glad that I didn't have to because I ended up landing behind Neil Druckmann, which was Excuse me. Yeah, uh, I I will get into the rest of the show, I promise, and I'll keep it brief, but I ended up sitting behind Neil Druckmann and Haley Gross, and I didn't realize that it was Neil Druckmann until something happened in the show, and he looked over at Haley, and they kind of, like, exchanged a look, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, that's Neil Druckmann. (laughs) Marcus stands up. Like, Stop the awards. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Do you know who you are? Like, <laughs> I saw I saw two of of my of my gaming messiahs in the flesh with That's Kojima amazing. and and Druckmann. It was wild. But um, yeah, uh, I didn't want to say anything during the show. So when the show ended, uh, I took that opportunity <laughs> to like you know say thanks to him for like his work and whatnot and he he's surprisingly soft-spoken he was like oh that's very sweet of you and like you know and on as we were leaving the awards all through the show and you was like anyone else hear that happy breathing i don't know where it's gonna be from (laughs) oh my god oh my god oh my god openly weeping behind me this is (laughs) there someone help him As we were leaving the award show, um, or like leaving the auditorium after the show had ended, uh, it was kind of like a traffic jam. You know, when everybody's trying to leave an event, everybody yeah. is congested. And so because of that, we kind of were just sitting there and and uh, Haley made a joke about how, like, basically by the time we leave, the next game awards are going to start. And... Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, you want to buy some real estate here? And she was like, sure, we might as well. And then Neil asked myself and the guy sitting next to me if this was our first time at the award show. We were just kind of chatting a little bit because we had time to kill. And I was like, this is the weirdest thing <laughs> that's happened to me. Oh, my God. It's not the weirdest thing that's happened to me in LA so far. But it's the, it's the most <laughs> surreal thing that's happened to me in LA so far. Shut up, John. And... uh <laughs> Yeah, so that was that was, that was an amazing that already took a cool night to another level. Um, there was a lot that I wanted to say to him, but I was like, let me not make this weird. And then on top of that, I wanted to get a picture, but I'm like, also, I think this isn't the place to ask for a picture because mm. this isn't like a meet and greet. He's like here with a bunch of his peers in the gaming industry. Like, let me just act like I'm supposed to be here. So I did that, and then. I'll just get a picture from him when we work together because that's what's fucking going to happen. But, uh, yeah. So, the rest of the show, um, I'd say that this show was on par with or better than last year's in terms of just, like, the in-theater experience. Um, Like, the crowd reactions to, like, Death Stranding 2 and um armored core and other things like got big pops and 
And it was funny because I, I watched some of y'all's live stream after the fact. And when the Transformers uh, trailer came up, and DJ was like, is that the black guy? You know what? I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I, I, was, I was waiting to see if one of y'all picked up on it. So, so real quick. The yeah. the reason why I didn't say anything because I was like I don't know if it's still like it was only after the fact that I realized that you had said yeah like after it shows and it's fine to like talk about it but yeah. in the in the heat of it I was just like I don't know if I should say that if I can say that but I was like I can definitely hear Mark's voice. Racist. <laughs> it's kind of racist to say that all black people sound like it. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. <laughs> but yes, Mark is also talking about that. And I'm just be like, what are you talking about? I wasn't here. right. I'm the other black person. God damn it! I was. So for those be. for those confused, Marcus <laughs> was in the Transformers re- reactive, mm-hmm. re- reactivate, reactivate, reactivate mm. trailer. So go watch that. He's in there for a good portion of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm one of the first faces you see, and I'm in it throughout the trailer. So are you going are you just uh, did you just do the trailer or are you going to be in the game so possibly? The way that it worked was they already had previs uh when they brought me and a couple other actors in to record lines for the characters and then map our faces to kind of slap on to the previs. So basically um when I got the gig and then I went to the recording studio, um, they had this sort of interface where it basically scanned your face and then mapped it throughout the entire uh, recording session. Mm-hmm. So they caught like even small facial twitches and whatnot and then used that data to um, inform the character's movements in the actual trailer. So you 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 get in my face um and it was it was wild uh i'm also Amazing. so tired of hearing that version of uh of uh bon jovi's dead or alive now because i've heard it mm. so many goddamn times <laughs> but yeah it it was wild it was very surreal to kind of be in a packed you know the packed microsoft theater uh with a bunch of video gaming luminaries and and fans and have that thing debut and have it get a good response like yeah because it was so late in the show by that point that i was like well chris judge's speech ran over so maybe <laughs> just like release some stuff only online but by the time it hit i was the crowd was still pretty pretty down for it and they made a big response when uh they realized it was a transformers thing so that was pretty cool. They're probably contractually obligated to show certain things, which is why they sped up I through so many uh, uh, awards. I based but, um, on yeah. I'm sorry, based on how Jeff run these awards, I think he planned to speed through those awards regardless. I don't think mm-hmm. they moved for because the thing to DJ's point earlier, it was supposed to be an hour two two hours thirty minutes or something around that. Mm-hmm. That's what we were told to. The actual show plus the uh, the pre show, which was thirty minutes was about four hours. Which is like, they didn't yeah. speed through anything. Well, it was supposed to be three hours just because I remember the Steam shit. They were saying they were giving away 180. You know. So you know what? I wonder if that three hours was including the pre-show. It wasn't. Cause they didn't start giving away. They didn't start uh, giving them away because okay. I was looking at the Steam 
Thing yeah. in the job. Yeah. That's a mess, man. But yeah, to to full on answer question, then we can move on to all the impressions. Uh I'm not entirely sure if I'm in the rest of the game. Uh when I because I think that I, I don't even think what well, I'm pretty sure they know because I'm pretty sure it's splash damage and whatnot know like what the game is going to be, but I have no idea what the game is going to be, and they were kind of hush hush on. I think it's a it's an online online like shooter. I think I'm I'm assuming when you say online shooter, it's going to be multiplayer. Um, I don't yeah, know. I don't but, I don't know much beyond that. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea, and I know they have a closed beta coming in. I think like January, but um, I'm gonna try. It. Basically, the impression that I was given when I left the last recording session was that um depending on because they're really trying to put a lot into the game and really trying to make it something worthwhile uh so depending on the way things go and how they approach like story content and if there's going to be a campaign they plan on bringing me back because they already have like me as the voice of it anyway so we'll see Uh, there's a possibility next year that i'll just be working on that off and on with a bunch of other stuff that i'm doing so that's cool. Um, so one last question before we go. Does your character have a name? Did they give him a name or no? Or are you allowed no. to say? Okay, okay. Uh, that black guy. Wait, no, no, sorry. There is a name. Um, I just have forgotten it. It's Tez. No worries. Is it? Are you just making that up? I feel like you're making that up. <laughs> 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 No, it, it does. It does uh, actually start with the D. I just, I'd have to look mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. I have to look with like the casting Okay. But yeah. So now let's uh, move on to the actual impressions of the show. I thank you. Oh, I have a rundown as well. I there, I have two rundowns. I have the one I made while we were going through the show. But I'm gonna scratch that, and I'm just gonna use fucking Kotaku's rundown. So shout out to Al- uh, Alyssa. Merc- Merc- I want to say Mercant. It could be Mercante, but I'm just gonna assume it's Mercant. And we'll go through generally the announcements and maybe some of the big wards. It just depends on how how this flows. So first, first thing first, I want to shout out to uh, my three comp- my two other competitors in our game of the year, game awards. Uh, 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 contest for no stakes in which i it came to the wire it came to the wire uh uh, dj was the early leader but then just fumbled the bag majorly towards the end and sean was the only one who could catch me to the very end and then because both of these idiots had so much faith in god of war this one before (laughs) he even beat in the game they lost at the very end to Elden Ring, and I came out on top. So uh, I made some career mistakes, but you know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't regret them. You know, you just live and learn. You live and learn. You know, by by uh, by award show logic, with the uh, with the rate that God of War was cleaning up early, I was like, okay, Elden Ring's taking it back by the end. It's just, mm. it's just I, going to happen. Thing, I didn't, I didn't vote on award show logic with the God of War versus Elden Ring thing. I just straight up think Elden Ring was the best game of this year, so I just voted mm. voted down those lines, and I was proven correct. Uh, but no, uh, this seems that, that statement seems incredibly braggadocious. But let me make it, make it make this point out: these two are married, they have lives, wives, children, <laughs> and fulfilling existences. I got nothing but these W's on this podcast. So let me... <laughs> spit something, Maybe spit something. 
<laughs> the only time no. that I was looking at uh, Elden Ring being nominated somewhere and being like, really? It was Best Narrative. Best Narrative. Why? Best Narrative, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would argue that the... I, I can make any argument for why it should be there. I wouldn't have nominated there, but I understand why it's nominated there. Mm. But yeah, so... <laughs> uh, let's go through some of the things uh, revealed. If uh, uh, I, I want to have this flow, if I'm, gonna, I'm just going to mention a list of games and things they announced... And if this is something you want to talk about, I guess raise your hand on the screen so I know we can <laughs> stop and have a talk about this so we can just so we can move through this at a clip. Uh, one of the first things they showed off was Dead Cells, a new DLC for that game that's featuring uh, Castlevania. So I guess three years ago when Jeff Keighley said fuck Konami, uh, that relationship is now done and dusted because of money. That's that's a little jest there. It's all, it's all more complicated than that. Yeah. Next, game they, next thing they showed off was a game called Hellboy Web of Weird. Which, as a massive Mike Mignola Hellboy fan, I'm super excited that this game exists in any way, shape, or form. I'm just a little... I have a little pause on the art style. I think the choice of art style is really cool, but I think the modeling is a little off in regards to how the art style reflects the uh, Mike Mignola's work. But otherwise, it looks cool. I thought cool. they were going to say that that was a Telltale game the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought Telltale game. I thought it was Wolf Among Us 2. That's what I thought going into it first. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with the art style on this. I, I think at the start of it, it was like, oh, this is cool. This is different. But then as the characters were moving, you, you start to see the edges a little too much. And it was like, oh, this like as Avery, I think we said it on the actual um, yeah. uh, reaction stream, like the, the models don't necessarily look that great. No. It's just the art style the color and the, the shadow on top uh, of it. The shadow and color is carrying the art style. And then we, you, I think you originally postulated that it was going to be a 2D game. And then the perspective switched behind the hammer. It's like, oh, this is 3D. Yeah. I think it being yeah. a 2D game would have made that art style better. Cause, uh, yeah. But that's not a hero there. The next game they showed off is sort of, mo- uh, I also want to point out that a lot of these reveals are couched in ads as well. So they weren't actually on the show, but they were just things that there were ads that they were talked about on uh, in the commercial breaks. We got Vampire, Vampire Survivors getting is uh, giving a mobile update. So, hey, if you want to play that game on your phones and not Steam and or Xbox, uh, shout out to you. You can play it there. Uh, they also gave Horizon. Yeah, they also gave Horizon Call of the Mountain. Uh, it, it got its small announcement about, hey, I think this is the first time they've actually said the release date, which we all just assumed was on the release date for the PlayStation VR. So Call of the Mountain got a uh, small shout out. We got a game called Post Trauma, which for like five seconds I thought was Control Two. I thought yeah. I thought this was Remedy. Uh, I thought this was one of the sixteen games they're working on, but no, it's a small game. Uh, it's a very small game made by a relatively brand new team, and this is like their first big. Oh, that thick security guard. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, that... he remembers. <laughs> But uh, I, I again, I said it on the the stream. Like I do appreciate them giving us a main character that you're not used to seeing on screen. So I don't he know. May, he may still be a white male, but he's not a uh, bro. Dude. Yeah, he's not like six foot five and like football player looking. Yeah, I mean, so that's cool. Is that really that uncommon these days? He's. I mean, like, yeah, straight up dad bod. I mean, of course, but I'm just saying, like the the six foot five football player dude has kind of become, yeah. Not I, as okay, okay, as not six dude. foot five. Let's say six foot two. <laughs> not everybody looks like Duke Nukem anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, normally they look like uh, 
Nathan Drake where he's kind of just spelt. Right. He yeah. might not be a buff, you know, doom guy looking dude, but this ain't this ain't everybody. <laughs> okay, so next they showed up a game called Viewfinder, which I wrongly thought that was going to be a uh, a, a super liminal in some way, shape, or form, or DLC for that. But that's yeah. a brand new game with a brand new perspective. I think it's a VR game. Cool. Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't actually do yeah. the research on that because unless they put a PSVR logo on it, I'm not playing it in terms of VR. Yeah, I just kind of <laughs> just not pay attention with an HBO VR title. Uh, next, they said, I don't think this is VR, but yeah, I, I do want to stop and talk about this first. I'm actually showing the um, the trailer of it, but um, this was at this point in the show, like this was the most like mind blowing of the trailers, just because of how it plays her perspective. And I definitely like this is something I'm going to be keeping an eye out for because I, I really liked how it worked and I really liked the idea of oh, solve this puzzle by using this picture. You put the picture where it is, and then everything changes. So it was really cool. Yeah. That- got a bunch of like oohs and ahs from the crowd just like whenever they kept switching perspective and then opening the world up more people like oh oh yeah mm-hmm. really cool beans mm-hmm. uh next game they showed off is atomic cart a game that we've known about for a long time it looks c- looks good continues to look good and uh not much to say beyond there they showed off next scars above which is a game i think jeff showed at i want to say opening no gamescom one of his previous shows uh it looks cool it looks very much like a returnal s game without yeah. the uh uh the uh rogue light uh element so we'll see if that game turns out to be a jam, uh, jam or not uh another game they showed up is called relic relic hunter legends a cute rpg game cool trailer uh we got an among us hide and seek mode which is essentially a uh it's an asymmetric multiplayer game with Among Us in which the killer is the killer the entire time and the point is everyone's trying to hide away from them. So it's a cool new addition to the Among Us branding. That um, skit that they did with <laughs> somebody in this room is a murderer, when it got to Reggie, that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, not Reggie! <laughs> Uh, aside, uh, aside, aside to that comment, uh, when it got to Kyle Bothman, it was very weird because like it, it was clear that this wasn't a like a a rehearsed bit that people would know that they were going to be put on because Kyle's yeah. like, "What are you talking about?" And he down he realized they were pointing at him. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, next, they showed off a game called After Us, which is a cool looking uh, so like a triple I indie game. With about like spirit animals and traveling a uh, spiritual uh, spiritual world with environmentalist uh, tinge looks cool. Uh, they show reminds up me of a flower. Yeah. Well, yeah. DJ's idea of a game reminding him of a flower is all oh, it has a flower in it and it's moving. <laughs> Those are I mean, I mean, was that not flower? <laughs> was that not flower? Uh, DJ, you are very astute. Uh, <laughs> Just next. replace the 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 girl with a petal flower. Good segue. Go. Replaces the next game they showed off. Uh, I think this is the game that Marcus is popping off on. I hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, I, this trailer looked. Oh, you gotta oh, go ahead. You can talk, yeah. and I'll I'll jump in after. I was gonna no, I was gonna move on. Oh yeah, this trailer looked amazing. Like just the the way. Aesthetic. Yes, like and and the style of using the pixels. And still, like, if you, the further you step away, the more complete the image looks. And then as you get closer, it's like, oh, you could tell, like, these are actually pixels. And then that, the fight scene with the fire, like, this is a great yeah. trailer. 
Great and trailer. Let us let us not forget that before it got pushed back, that was on my uh, fantasy list. Uh, one true. of the first things I put on my fantasy list. It was right after God of War Ragnarok. So I'm very excited for this one. Well, I know one person who ain't going to be playing that game, and it's uh, Cameron, because he ain't here for these baby boo-boo-ass games. <laughs> PlayStation 5. He wanted them graphics and shit. <laughs> he only plays, uh, was it Necro? Necro? Uh, whatever. Continue. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, he... <laughs> I wanted to make a joke about one of the last conversations I had with Cam about a video game he wanted to play, and I'm like, really? I think it was is that studio called Spider something, and they made that game the Technomancer. Those Technomancer, that's that's the end. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. It was Greedfall. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Oh yeah. The next game they showed off, and this was like sort of the end of the pre-show and the pre-show games was Street Fighter Six, where they pretty much showed off four new four characters into the game, three of them being brand new. Uh, DJ, Manon, uh, Marissa, and JP. Uh, DJ! <laughs> once again, Street Fighter Six looks like an amazing game. I can't wait to play it. Uh, I am a little disappointed in... I'm, I, I am a little bit disappointed in the Manon character, who I thought would be like a straight judo character, and I thought, oh, no, she's a French character. So they just went French ballerina with her, and I'm like, that's less interesting to me. But oh, that's what you were really talking cool. about. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, no they, uh, like... Let, let's... We need to talk about death by snoo snoo. You can feel those punches in the field. God damn. I'm also from a lore standpoint, I'm wondering if JP is going to be the villain of this game and they're just not talking about it. Because he's in the trailer, he's fucking talking about psycho power and he's fucking laughing maniacally. Oh, that's the guy with the white hair, right? Yeah. That had the okay, okay, okay. Not subtle. Not but it's a fighting game. Yeah. Also, so then true. the show started off proper, and the first thing they showed off in terms of, hey, we got some shit to show you, uh, with Hades 2, which is a shocker to me, because this is the first game in like the five games we were not super giant game uh like uh Uvra that's generally been a straight up sequel. This is the game when they first saw it, I was like Oh, this is definitely super giant by the art style. Oh, they put the name up. I'm like, oh, I wonder what this is. Cool fight scene. I noticed the wreath around her hair and the glowing feet. I'm like, this has to be Hades related. But is it DLC or brand new Hades? And then it yeah. ends and it's Hades 2. And I I went down the rabbit hole of Greek mythology to figure out what the fuck <laughs> this game was going to be about. Because yeah, like Avery was, was literally like doing the math in his head. Like, wait, it's like, not, like, that. It's not that. It's not that. Yeah, Zagreus isn't a made up character. He's just a repurposed character. So I'm like, okay, what character have they repurposed in Greek mythology to uh, for this game? Take us down this road, yeah. Yeah, take us down this road. Uh, you play as I, I, I hope I pronounced the name Melano. Right. Yeah, Melano. She is a she is the daughter of Hades, so she's Zagreus' sister. And the point of this game seems to be freeing Hades from Cronus. And I think the point is instead of going up, like trying to escape uh, uh, Hades, you're trying to break into Hades. They're going from mm. bottom down this time. That's interesting and cool. Uh, I guess really cool you will get that. Isn't Hades a trash dad? In the I grand mean, scheme of video games, actually, in the grand scheme of Hades, he's not really. He's bad to Zagreus, but when you like get to the like the the brass tacks of like everything that's happened in Zagreus' life, you're like, oh, yeah, this is it's not really your fault, Hades. A lot of this has to do with Olympian politics. That's neither here nor there. There. I just want to know when this game takes place in terms of its mythology. 
Is this a game, yeah. spoiler for Hades, that in the aftermath of Hades and Persephone getting together, they had a different, another kid? Or was, did Zagreus have a sister the entire time just living up in the real world? Uh, uh, it did, uh, there, it's, there's a lot to grow, go into this game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then, to my general shock, this is the biggest surprise for me at this Game Awards. Like, there are games I give a shit about more, but this was straight up the biggest surprise. I was not expecting this. It's Ken Levine, who has been MIA since Bioshock Infinite, came out with his brand new game, Judas, which is more Bioshock, except yeah. not, my, not made by Rational and not being produ- produced by 2K. Uh, game looks incredibly cool. I just want to know what bag of tricks Ken Levine has up his uh, ha- ha- has in his bag. Uh, I am someone who's whelmed by Infinite. I think Infinite was a game that was overhyped. Uh, it's a great game that was overhyped. The level of like it, it is, and like I hear a lot of the reason why it's taking so long is that he's been trying and trying to jump down that Infinite rabbit hole in terms of storytelling. And I'm like, where are we going with this? Mm-hmm. Hopefully this one ends better than Infinite. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> it looks interesting. I mean, I'm I'm not much of a Bioshock person. So watching this was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I don't understand any of the... the very end. Oh, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> they had me there. <laughs> but like, yeah, like watching the trailer, it was very much so like, oh, this is pretty cool. But I just had no kind of bearings for like, oh, this is like Bioshock. Other than, yeah, this looks like looks a lot like Bioshock to me. But yeah, this is really cool, and it's really cool to see that after years of development, he actually has something to show, and it looks this impressive. Next, they showed off uh, Bayonetta Origins, Cerezo and the Lost Demon, which is a prequel spinoff to the Bayonetta franchise based off of what I believe, I haven't played Bayonetta 3, a sequence in Bayonetta 3, uh, where you now play as a young Cerezo in one of her earliest adventures. From what I know about Bayonetta 3 and where that story goes, and what I saw in this trailer, it actually looks like a really cool and fun game that's unfortunately trapped on the Switch, so we'll see if I ever play it. But uh, <laughs> it looks like they're trying to go deeper into some of the relationship retcons they went down in the Bayonetta 3 with this game. So people who hated the ending of Bayonetta 3 are probably not going to like this game. I'm just assuming so. Looks cool, though. Yeah. Uh, we got another ad for Destiny 2 Lightfall. Once again, game looks cool. Uh, Props to the Destiny team. If I can get DJ to play Destiny 2 with me, we'll play it. Uh, I'll probably jump into that. Like, the more I see it, the more I'm just like, I think I think I can I can get back into Destiny. They then showed off Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. And I have, especially in a post-Gotham Knights world, I was not never excited for this game. I'm, I'm on record as not being a Suicide Squad fan, especially the more popular incarnation of that team, which is the Harley Quinn, Black Deadshot, uh, Captain Boomerang, uh, Killer Shark team from the movie. Well, no. It's, it's, uh, I, I, have a, I have comic book baggage, so I'm not really a fan of this Suicide Squad team, and it being called Kill the Justice League is just one of those things where, like, I'm not interested in finding the Justice League or finding evil versions of the Justice League, and then when I saw this trailer, I was like, okay, they're not killing the Justice League because they clearly have Flash beaten, and they're like, trying to do something else, so Kill the Justice League seems to be just a marketing tile that's not indicative of what they're going on in the game, which I'm generally fine about. That being said, they've said that this game takes place in the Rock City universe, uh, and they've retconned that Deadshot is black in this game, which is whatever, but the, the Arkham games ended with Batman dead and gone, but this game ends with a cameo, not a cameo, with the question was Batman was going to be into this game. He shows up at the end of this trailer, very much alive, 
and very much people knowing who Bruce that he's Bruce Wayne. So I Batman think, died in Arkham Knight. Yeah, at the end of Arkham Knight is Batman being dead. Well, we're not sure if he's dead, but the world knows he's Bruce Wayne, and the Batman disappears right. after that. And then I oh. think there's a if you do the Riddler trophies, you get a like post game thing where someone in a Batman costume is using fear gas to terrorize criminals. <laughs> I will say that in the trailer for this, that Batman has purple eyes, so I'm not sure what's that supposed to say. The purple eyes. The purple he's eyes. Mind he's, yeah, he's he's mind control. Oh, that's okay. some. That's in, uh, that's something they've indicated in all the other previous trailers. I see. I see. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I will jump on the bandwagon and say that like. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool. This looks pretty interesting. But the idea of killing the Justice League just feels so too edgy for me. Where it's just like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to sit in like, I guess I have to kill Wonder Woman now. I have to, I have to kill Flash. Like, well, I don't, I don't know about that. I mean, the whole point of the Suicide Squad is if these heroes go rogue, how are we going to deal with them? So like, right. it doesn't surprise me that that's the angle even though just like avery said it probably is more of a marketing thing because i doubt that any of them are actually going to get killed um but i'll just i i only want to point out one aspect of the trailer which was when harley quinn was like batman doesn't kill and then homeboy got thrown down (laughs) are you okay (laughs) <laughs> that's a fun bit so it's still it's it's yeah. still it's still fun uh also this will be the last appearance of kevin conroy uh yeah. so it's clear that he before his uh untimely death oh well his untimely passing uh that he was able to record uh at least enough vo for this game for for the batman role in this game so i'm confident rocksteady can make a really good game here it's just they haven't really made a game that appeals to me and i'm a little bit disappointed in that uh yeah. next they showed off star wars jedi survivor is anyone does anyone have any strong feelings about this game before I move on? I am. Uh, go ahead, Marcus. No, go ahead. Oh, oh uh, I yeah, I'm optimistic yeah. about. Oh, okay, you go. <laughs> 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 All right, you go first. Say that it's uh, it's really cool. Um, it looks good. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. play the last one. Also, I am nowhere close to anybody's Star Wars super fan, but like just the things that they were doing, like from a action standpoint in the trailer, like especially as the trailer went on and they got more advanced with the lightsaber techniques and the force stuff. I was like, this looks pretty dope. Yeah. I'm, I'm optimistic about this. I want to believe that because this is Respawn making it and Respawn is very good with um, at least listening to their community and making changes like this, I'm really hoping that the issues that I had with the gameplay in the first uh, Jedi uh, Fallen Order, that that stuff is alleviated for this. I This is not a day one purchase for me at all. But, you know, I'm, I'm waiting to see it on this. Okay, yeah. Uh, moving on. After that Survivor, they showed up Earthblade, <clears throat> which is a follow-up game from the Celeste team, which it's indicate it seems to be if Towerfall was just a multiplier game with cool platforming and Celeste was a game focused on platform puzzle solving, this seems to be just a straight-up Metroidvania with their uh, platforming uh, uh, technology involved, so that seems cool. Uh Dune Awakening, this is the second showing of this game, which is the MMO Doom game and part of the Doom franchise of video games that's been coming out, which is weird for me. 
Uh, it, they just showed up a bit of CGI and uh, some in-game co content, so that was cool. Uh, then the biggest shock for me in terms of game I'm super down for was DS2. Now, I want to point out that they call it DS2. Everyone's just calling it Death Stranding 2. My thing is, I, I, knowing Kojima, DS does not stand for Death Stranding, hence why he is very adamant on calling it DS2. And so that's going to yeah. be something else we'll find out during the game. But yeah, this was a chef's kiss of a trailer for a game that I am fucking super into. Uh, the cinematography, the like that shot of her in the uh, uh, elevator with the fisheye lens looking at her as she's yeah, like walking yeah. around is one of the coolest video game shots, coolest filmmaking <laughs> shots I've ever seen. Like just, I wasn't gonna say video game, just filmmaking shots I've ever seen. Uh, it was really dope. Uh, yeah. No Great idea what's going time. on. There's a lot. I, I could we could do an entire podcast of me breaking down this trailer and try, <laughs> trying to like things I, I saw and what I'm trying to extrapolate from this trailer, but I don't think we have time for that. But, <laughs> but yeah. And then the, the octopus baby thing. I don't uh yeah. 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 Um no yeah, it it was uh definitely one of the bigger shockers of the night, um, especially for the live crowd. And it's Piggybacking off of what Avery said, it looks gorgeous, but so did the first game, so I shouldn't expect anything less. Um, it was interesting to see that Troy Baker is back possibly as Higgs. Like I said, I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of things I can say about this trailer, but let's just move on. Yeah. And we'll, maybe we'll, we'll yeah. circle back and do me and Marcus and uh, Sean, like uh, mini cast, breaking it down later to, just to talk about it. But, DJ can watch it just like he did the game. There's a yes. reason I there's a reason I excluded him from that. There you go. Just talk. Next, they showed up Tekken Eight, uh, which, it, for the most part, it was cool lore story stuff, and with uh, uh, and showing off a couple of new a couple of characters who haven't been announced for the game. So we got Paul doing his best Ken from Street Fighter Six impersonation. We got Martial Law. Uh, we Paul got, was doing a Phoenix punch and he relaxed his hair. I don't know why he relaxed his hair. He looks stupid with his hair relaxed, and I'm so uh, upset. So upset. Uh, uh, another the Jack series. Uh, King was in it, and then returning from why Lars. Oh wait, pause real quick, just to actually get on the whole thing about you talking about how Paul's doing his best Ken impression. False. Ken has did is doing now a Paul impression because Paul has always been like this, a gruff biker guy who is definitely not racist. Okay, go ahead. Okay, cool. Uh, next, they showed off really uh, Immortals of Avium, which got a cool CG trailer with a bunch of video game voice, voice actors in it that I recognize. Don't know much outside it was made by X Call of Duty and uh, Dead Space uh, devs. Uh, I think it has a really dumb name. I think if you want to just mm -hmm. call it anything, it should have just been Immortals. Avium, Avium has no context for me, so it's just like, this is bad SEO for me. Uh, Nightingale got showed off again, which is a game that's been showing up in a lot of Jeff's content. Once again, it looks like a really cool game. Uh, uh, I have no time and energy for it, though. Too many, too many yeah. big games to play. But it looks cool. We got Baldur's Gate 3, which is a return to the Baldur's Gate franchise. It very much looks like a Dragon Edge Inquisition like spin-off game, though, with Dra Dungeons and Dragons like uh, trappings onto it. So that's cool. Uh, we'll see how this turns out later on, whether it's going to be action-adventure or more old-school like point-and-click kind of uh, experience. Then we got Wayfinder, which is made by the Airship Syndicate team, who are the ex-fucking, uh, uh, what, what's it called? Or Dead si Darksiders team, uh, mm -hmm. led by Joe Mad. Uh, it is the game is being made with the involvement of the Warframe team as well as PlayStation, which 
we'll see what that nets out to be. But anyway, yeah. it looks like a cool, but if it looks like a very much a double A uh, action R- action RPG with an with an interesting art style. We'll see how that turns out. I'm excited as a Joe Man fan. We got a thick uh, performance by Halsey performing a song called Lilith, which if I, if my Halsey uh, uh, date is right, is a song that she had made already before this game was announced, a kind of a thing. So they're just doing marketing integration between the two. As this is a song to promote it, I don't know. I'm not the biggest. Mar- I'm not. I'm not a Glarkator here. I don't know how this goes. Uh, I don't know how this works. But yeah, Diablo Four had a cool performance and then a uh, a cool trailer, which you know the vibes are whatever Diablo Four is going to be. Uh, cool. Yeah, it looked great. Yeah, I had no but, idea what's happening, but yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, yeah. Fire Emblem Engage showed up. That game is not out, and they were already advertising its DLC with characters from Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses and the orig- one of the original Fire Emblem characters, Tiki. So that was an interesting thing. We got the. The announcement of Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores, which is the Horizon Zero uh, Forbidden West DLC, uh, where you're going to Hollywood, which is a volcanic wasteland, uh, which seems really cool. And I... And also accurate. Yes. Mm. I, hope I, <laughs> I, I hope I have time and energy to go back and play this game when it comes out. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out. That looks fun. I enjoyed Horizon, so... Did you play Sign Frozen Wilds? No, I didn't. No, but when that came out, I was okay. over. Uh, what's the name? Uh, Dawn, whatever that's called. Yeah. Uh, next, we got Blue Protocol, which is a, which was a cool anime game that I was instantly out of the minute it said it was an action MMO. So that's unfortunate, <laughs> but looks cool. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. We've already talked about it. We got the Transformers Reactivate trailer featuring our boy Marcus. Uh, fun fact: If you look up Transformers Reactivate on Twitter, on any social media platform, the sort of embed for the tra- uh, trailer is Marcus's character. So, once again, yeah, look at him! See, look at that. Marcus! Look at him wide <laughs> nostrils! Oh my god! <laughs> okay. Uh, next, we had Keegan Michael Key showing up on stage to show off a trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie. Once again, movie looks dope. Awkward moment on stage with uh, as a, as I think the joke was good. I think they didn't write a uh, uh, off ramp for the joke, so it just came yeah, off a little bit awkward. It didn't land, yeah. Uh, mm. But they show off a theme for the film and nothing but uh, 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 prayer hands in the chat. Looks like it's going to be a great. Uh, yeah, the the clip was great, man. The clip was fantastic. The clip yeah. was fantastic, especially in in regards to like just the 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 bunch of little easter eggs and nods and and stuff to the games and it even like hit mario's stupid little dash run that he did in uh i think 64 like Mm -hmm. that's a level of detail that lets me know that at the very least this is going to be a good adaptation absolutely yeah okay and then next we we next we showed uh a we they showed off remnant 2 I thought this was just going to be more Remnant from the Ashes, so I was very shocked and like, oh, this is really cool that we're getting Remnant too. Hopefully those fans uh, really enjoy that game. Uh, then we got Behemoth, which is one of the coolest trailers they showed off. Unfortunately, it is so firmly a VR game, and I'm like, ah, oh, okay. Cool trailer. Yeah, and a quest as well. Once oh, again, unless, uh. unless they say PSVR at the very bottom of it, I'm like, I, my, my brain goes over on all VR games. Mm. Uh, yeah, showed off. Like, uh, I'm sorry. No, no, continue. I was gonna say it looked like a VR version of um, what is that? Shadow Colossus. 
Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so after Behemoth, they showed up uh, Banishers, Ghost of New Eden, which uh, interesting trailer from the Don't Nod team, aka the Life of Strange team. They make 3D action platformers uh, as well as uh, emotional rom- uh, emotional stories about uh, teen lesbians in Oregon. But with Washington, it's either one of those. It's either one of those states. Uh, it's either or. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's either or. Uh, that's where they hang out. Pacific Northwest. Here we go. Pacific Northwest. Uh, looks cool. I think it's a really cool trailer. It doesn't tell you much about what the actual game is. But after I played Remember Me and uh, and uh, Vampire, so I have a general understanding of what type of game it might be. So I'm just down it's on their presentation. Ghost Witcher. It's <laughs> Witcher for ghosts. Pretty much. Yeah. If there's something <laughs> in your neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got another Warhammer trailer. Uh, for, uh, so oh, that franchise continues to put out games that people are continually excited for. This is not a do- knock on it. They just a lot of Warhammer games come out around the same time, so it's really hard to get a but, uh, firm understanding if you're not a Warhammer fan on what's going on. Uh, we got Meet Your Maker, which is an asymmetric uh, dungeon ro- crawler roguelike kind of thing where people make dungeons. And have to challenge other people to speed run through them, so that looks cool. Uh, we got an interruption from Crash to announce Crash Team Rumble, which seems to be a 4v4 fight for fruit. Uh, it's not a new trash game, but a just a MOBA light, if that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, sound bad. <laughs> Everybody was so confused when. <laughs> When he t- all the all the sparks came out. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, terrible. Yeah, Yikes. We got shown off Lords of the Fallen, which uh, more Lords of the Fallen. Cool. Uh, this is actual gameplay for the game, though. So uh, people who like who were who got uh, excited for the CG trailer they got at Jeff's. I want to say opening night live. Uh, no, Gamescom uh, press conference. We're like, okay, here's what the actual game looks like. We got Crime Bath from Rock A City, which was one of the we- weirdest presentations I've ever seen for a mid-game I've ever seen, uh, in which Michael Madsen was dragged up on stage with two actors and uh, was not the most uh, exciting uh, celebrity integration I've ever seen. And yeah, it's got a really cool cast for a game, but the yeah. game just looks like a mid G- It looks like a PS3 generation GTA knockoff. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, they show Chuck Norris, and it's like, oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> Speaking of celebrity integration, we got uh, Call of Duty is getting a raid. Don't, I don't play uh, Call of Mo- Call of Multiplayer, so I have no idea what, what that means, but for the, for the guys in the cast who play Call of Duty rel- religiously, shout out to you guys. I also, I play COD Multiplayer. I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, I don't, yeah, whatever. Uh, cool, cool for them doing this. We'll see what this actually amounts to. <laughs> we got more information on the Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty and its DLC, uh, where they revealed that their celebrity uh, celebrity uh, celebrity integration to this game is not just going to be Keanu Reeves coming back; it's also going to be Idris Elba. Which I'm like, cool. I guess cool. Still excited yeah. for this. And I, what I want to know is, can I fuck him or not? <laughs> <laughs> knowing knowing Cyberpunk, no. <laughs> You'll be then, lucky if you see him in person in the game. <laughs> for our final two big gaming announcements, we got From Software announcing their next game will be Armored Core 6 Fires of the Rubicon. Now, before we, let, before we let DJ 
talk about his love of Armacore, how exciting this makes. This is the most baffling decision I've ever seen with the most dopest trailer I've ever seen. This trailer is fucking dope. Like, without yes. context, it is one of the coolest yes. trailers at the video game, at the, this award show. The When I say baffling marketing decision, it's in the heat, after the heat of Elden Ring, calling this game Armored Core 6 seems like the weirdest thing in the entire world. I totally agree. I totally agree. I don't, I don't know why they decided to keep it in line with the previous Armor Cores. They should have just, quote unquote, rebooted the series and just had it be Armor Core because no one's going to know what happened in Armor Core 5. And that is definitely going to put a lot of people off. I'm just going to jump into the actual uh, combat of this. and stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to be real quick because I watched this about like six or seven times. It definitely has the feel of you are collecting parts and you are building a frame. Uh, armor core i think it's called armor core um yeah so it seems very oh my god i just oh, oh my god then the mech combat oh my god it's happening it is happening <laughs> but like there's melee in here there are emps as you just saw there are missiles the thing that is missing from this trailer is laser beams laser fire all that laser stuff and i absolutely love the fact that they're not doing that because this seems like it's going to be much ground, like way more grounded than the the last previous Armor Core games. And it very, very much so has that dystopian future where you're just trying to survive. And I fucking love that. So yeah, let's go. I don't know when this is coming out, but I'm all I'm you're gonna hear so much armor core, guys. Just get ready. Hey Sean, you know what this means, right? If DJ could get his game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all coming up W. Sean, you're next. You're next. <laughs> your time, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the final game that they showed off is final, more Final Fantasy 16, uh, uh, where we got another cool trailer, which uh, is more in line with the old ones. The only thing that this trailer really confirms to let us know is that this game seems to have party members, and the game sort of subtly hints to three of them being this older, God. older man who can use lightning, uh, a girl who's been in a lot of the other trailers. I forgot her name. She has one. And then your uh, your trusted dog, who seems really dope. Can't wait to be able to pet him in-game. Uh, but yeah, that yep. was the interior of the... Yeah, those are the trailers for the Game Awards. Uh, it was, once again, this is the best year in terms of video game content that Jeff has ever done. For yeah. is, This is, A, the best uh, uh, comp, like video game announcement thing he's done all year, and this has been the best Game Award this went out all hey. year. So, W's in the chat for that. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah, this is a great is showing. Cool be- it also is cool because it seems like, unlike last year, which had a lot of really cool trailers in it, but most of those games probably aren't going to come out. This this year, it seemed like everything or like 90% of what they showed is actually going to come out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, um, I, I, the, I just want to edit the fact that I think when we were doing our quick little like impressions of the Game Awards in our live stream at the very end, I said this was about an eight, like I think I said eight, eight, five, like maybe a nine. I am after having uh, slept through it or slept with it in my brain. It's percolated up to a 10 out of 10. Like this is just a great showing. Absolutely loved it. It was too long. Yes. But for what they showed, totally worth it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so 
What capped off this really fantastic Game Awards was one of the most bizarre video game moments of all time and the problem with both live shows and a testament to how not taken seriously award shows seems to be taken in general this year is that when Miyazaki and his team came up to accept their award with Elden Ring, a young man flanked them from behind, got up on stage and had us all asking, who is this small child and why he's up on stage? Uh, turns out the small child is a prankster who took the opportunity to, when Miyazaki finished his speech, to then say, uh, if I can remember the quote, hey, Martin, you know, real quick, I want to thank everybody and say that I think I want to nominate this award to my reformed Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. Uh, and then that was the final note for the Game, game Awards. Uh, while this was a funny ha-ha moment, I do not understand how this could have happened and how bad this could have gone. A, how did this kid get yeah. a ticket to the award show? B, uh, how did he manage to walk up on stage without anyone noticing him and like uh, noticing him and allowing him up on that stage? And B, how was he able to be on that stage for so long before people so realized something was long. wrong? Like it was, it was so, wild. I think they just so, weren't trying to make a scene. Honestly, I mean, like, on one hand, this this kid used the power of dressing well enough and walking <laughs> with purpose. This man <laughs> walked up there like he was supposed to be there and no one questioned it. And that's one of the uh, issues with uh, being behind the scenes because nobody knows yeah. what these, you know, people look like looks like. Yeah, That's so true. they're like, oh, sure, whatever. And he got to stay up there, and he, he just happened to be with the right team. Because if God of War Ragnarok had won, and he tried yeah, that, oh, yeah. they would have known immediately that... <laughs> Who the hell are you? <laughs> and Chris Judge would have thrown his ass right off the stage. But instead, he was there with lovely, respectful Japanese people who were mm -hmm. also very uncomfortable <laughs> with him up there <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Yo, it was wild in the theater because when he went up, everybody was like, who is this? Who is that? Terrible. They, they cut his mic, so they brought him back on, like, or they brought his mic back up. So I think they were also oh, confused. Like, yeah. they didn't know that he wasn't a part of the team at first. So I think that oh. was another problem. Because otherwise, if they knew that he wasn't supposed to be there, then they would have just not aired it at all. But I think yeah. they just got confused. Yeah. Jeff said that the young man was arrested afterwards. Uh, investigative reporters afterwards, like Jason Stryer and uh, I forget, uh, Paul Taffy, pretty much said, we don't necessarily think that's actually true. He was detained by the police, but he was released uh, shortly after, and they both had interviews with him to figure out what was going on. And for the mm -hmm. most part, this is just some shit that this kid does all the time. Uh, and this is just his thing, which is, I guess, more power to him, but kind of it, like it, it's one of those things where, like, haha, ha, funny in this time, and a lot of people are making light on it, but it's one of those things where, like, he literally, like, he could have done so much worse. And to Absolutely. it got to that stage is just like baffling to me. Yeah. That was the Game Awards in a nutshell. Thank you all for coming through this super short recap of the Game Awards in a nutshell. And we will return to our normal show. This has been another episode of Press X Start Podcast. 
We hope you enjoyed this hefty one as much as we enjoyed having these conversations. Uh, in case you missed any of the details, you can find any of this and more on our website at pressxnumber2start.com. Uh, do us a solid, as I said, time and time again. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, and hit that notification bell. If you want to join our conversations, you can by joining our Discord at pressxnumber2start.com slash Discord. If you hear that ruffling in the background, it is London right now going through my personal things. Eh, I should stop her, but eh, you know, it is what it is. Father duties, right? Uh, with that being with said, would no, no, DJ. <laughs> You're right. I'm only just talking. Every is responsible. <laughs> the only thing I've ever raised is the roof. <laughs> uh, we have good times, guys. We have good times. All right. Uh, you take care. You play some more video games and be good. Shout out to Raven K- KJ for uh, uh, for uh, for announcing your love to the world and the haters being haters. Let's go, Valorant. <laughs> I agree. All right, y'all. Peace.